Hey, dude, this dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. you pet stylists you found the groom pod welcome to our virtual salon my name is Susie, and i'm your host i'm a mobile groomer from seattle washington and anyone who knows me will tell you i love to talk especially about my job one of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show miss barbara bird i'm back in the saddle again yep <laughs> Back home, back grooming, back in my saddle chair at my grooming table. It was a a shock to come back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to episode 376 of the Groom Pod, recorded on June 11th, 2023. Not in South Carolina, but in Snohomish, Washington and Tucson, Arizona. This podcast is brought to you by our kind sponsors, Best Shot, Show Season, Evolution Shears, Groomore, and Stazco. And if you guys would like to support us, you can do so at our website, thegroompod.com, where you can find our Patreon button and our donation button. So donation button gives you a one-time donation. Patreon is a subscription to give us a little bit every single show. Well, at least every month. Anyway. What's new this week is brought to you by Groomore Software. If you haven't found Groomore, you're missing out. Groomore is an all-in-one software solution for your grooming business. Whether you are a solo mobile groomer or manage several shops, Groomore has everything you need. 24-hour online booking and forms, routing, credit card processing, reminders, Google Calendar and QuickBooks integration, and so much more. And the best customer service anywhere. Shop mobile or house call, Groomore has you covered. And they're giving us a free month. Just enter GroomPod22 in the coupon code. What an amazing trip we had, Barbara. Oh, so much fun. It was so meaningful. South Carolina was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. How about that lake house? The lake house was like fantastic. It was so much fun. In case you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Barbara and I got the honor, and I do mean honor, to spend some time with the Hanvey family. And I mean the whole darn Hanvey family, including everybody who works at the factory and Curtis and Lorraine and all of the extended fingers that belong to them. And Curtis is new. Nerds Curtis is now married to Donna Michelle. And uh, they just work out to work together really well. I like her. She's adorable. And she was, by golly, she is just the sweetest thing and really nice to hang out with and a horsewoman. So I loved that about her. Yeah, it was cool. So we got to see the state of the art facility where the hand V vans get made and all of the research and development is done and where. People go to pick up their vans and where hopefully in the future there's like a little education center that's going to be happening there. Maybe we'll do something for the groom pod there. You never know. I'm not making any promises on that, but it's, you know, there's a... Yeah, don't make any promises because we thought for sure we were going to record a groom pod episode with Curtis and amazing how that kept slipping off the agenda. Well, maybe not today. (laughs) 
I had to accept the fact that it was a retreat and not a work vacation. I thought it was a work vacation and it wasn't. It was just party time, having fun and checking out all the beautiful facilities. Relaxing was really important and we did a good deal of that. And and I'm so grateful because I, I don't think I've exhaled that thoroughly in a decade at least. We got to ride around in Curtis's pontoon boat around the lake that we were on. And I have a picture of Curtis and Barbara completely de-stressed. Ashley, I know you're going to crack up at this. The moment at which they were so relaxed that all of the stresses were gone out of their faces. And I have that picture. As a matter of fact, I'll put that up on the group pod. Uh, Facebook group because it's really, really cool. But it was not the working vacation that I was headed for. I didn't get any stuff recorded, but I did get a good long factory tour recorded. And I'm going to edit that together and make it look presentable. And I will share that eventually with you guys. But I want to say first class facility, first class people. And this is just an over the air. Thank you so much for having us out. And I look forward to anything you want to do together in the future. I kind of felt like they saved my life. <laughs> you, hey, Susie, you're going to be jelly because the day after you left, we went back on the lake again for a, a more extended thing. And Curtis let me drive the boat. That's so cool. I drive. What is there a term? I mean, I know you drive the car. I know you fly the plane. You captain. What do you? You captain the boat? You captain the ship or the boat. I just wanted a picture of me in the captain's chair. So he got out of the way and he took one a picture of me, which has to send. And then he wouldn't take the chair back. He said, okay, now steer over this way. And he just started guiding me towards home. And I did. I captained the boat. Yeah, it was just like really good and it kind of... Made it go fast for a minute. Good job. And I, oh yeah, we had a great time again. And and that was a high point. Boy, there were so many little high points of that trip. Yeah, no kidding. I sent my shopping list. I hope he got it. We'll see what happens with that. (laughs) I didn't ever get to do my shopping. I got my flank straps and uh, new links. That was important. I forgot to ask for a small, a size X small hammock for little who I can't groom. But we'll get that someday. Uh, Hamvy Engineering has their shit together. That's all I can say. And I want to mention the up-and-comers, Chris and Ashley. They're just going to be perfect to take over the legacy there. I mean, it's kind of in process anyway. But I want to have Ashley and Chris on the podcast since we never did get Curtis narrowed down to talk about the future of Hanvey and what's going on with that and new technologies, especially things like solar and the inverter batteries and all that stuff. But that'll be coming in the future. Next week, we're going to have Dave Campanella on. That's going to be fun. Barbara probably won't be here because she has a webinar happening the next day, and I want to make sure she's prepared. We'll be finishing my webinar knowing me. Oh, God, I got to get on it tomorrow. But I can hang out with Dave. It'll be fine. Not quite as good as if you're there with me, but it'll be all right. I need you to whip me the next week. You got it. I'll whip you every day. I'll make sure of it. I'll schedule myself to whip you every single day. That's what I need. I know. I'm asking for it because I know I just procrastinate. 
I am the worst, or maybe I am the best procrastinator. <laughs> I vote for the best procrastinator of all. After I left you guys, I went over to visit my friend Lynn, who briefly spent some time in Seattle, and she was supposedly going to cancel her dogs for grooming, but we ended up with two of her grooming dogs there. So I got to groom with her in her new little shop that's attached to her house, and they're doing a bunch of remodels. And I think I got Curtis a, at least $500 worth of more equipment sales there for Lynn because I was watching her groom. And you're saying, all you need of this and all you need of that? I did. I did. And I don't know if it was wanted or unwanted, but she took it like a champ. And then they went out and bought everything. So I wish I had more time with them. But it was lovely to spend more groomer time with another groomer buddy, especially Lynn. So I'm going to do that again another time for sure. I'm going to go back and spend more time at Lynn's house, go to Carowinds. But all in all, it was a magical couple days for me and a week for you practically. Again, thank you so much. We really enjoyed all of it. So anything exciting this week for you? Well, that was pretty much it because I just came home. I groomed three dogs yesterday, two dogs, major trims, and I did a terrific job. <laughs> That's how I knew that I was refreshed because I was so patient and I got a new dog that's like a poodle mix, but she's really a poodle with a long tail. So, And she's just the squarest, nicest poodle, and she's well-built. And she got a short cut. I used a five-blade on her. And I was able to just like really take my time and get it perfect. I, I loved being able to do that. And then I did her in a small poodle hat. I saw pictures of what the owner liked, and I just did my version of that, and it was really nice. Excellent. Came out so nice. I'm sure she's coming back. Cool. Well, I've got to tell you about my flight home. Yeah, so tell me. I heard that it was a, a horror movie. So first of all, they changed my seat, and I don't like change. I really don't like change. And I did not notice they had changed my seat because they did it after I checked in, but before yeah. I got to the airport. So I get to the airport and I'm now sitting a row in front of where I was. And I very carefully choose my seats because I like to be on the window and I like to be behind the wing, just kind of right behind the wing. Well, I get there and I'm in the exit row and I'm flying Delta. <laughs> and the exit row on Delta, if you're in the second... The back more row, like there's two rows that are the exit rows. If you're in the back one, the window seat doesn't have a seat in front of it. So the first row in Delta is only two seats and the second row is three. I was in that third window seat and I had complete leg room. I could stretch out. I could have laid down and taken a nap in that seat. So that was okay. I didn't mind that so much. But then I realized that my entertainment system was two rows away. Right. So I couldn't plug my headphone into the back of the seat because, oh. yeah, because it was two rows away. And all of my neat stuff that I bring to entertain myself, I had to unbuckle my buckle and walk up a row and grab my stuff. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So we're sitting there and a very tall, I think you said he was 6'5, big guns, fairly decent looking. But the guy who needs everyone on the plane to know he's getting on the plane. 
So he's really loud. He's talking to everybody. He's passive aggressive. And he's got the seat that's like mine only on the other side of the plane. Two ladies sit down next to him and he's chatting them up and talking really loud. And I don't know, maybe he had a few uh, pops before he got on the plane. I'm not sure what was going on there. I think he was an MMA fighter. That'll come into play. So uh, I'm sitting there just minding my own business and uh, four dudes walk down the aisle and one of them stops at my row. And he looks at his ticket, his boarding pass, and he looks at the two ladies sitting with the big tall guy and he says, I'm supposed to be in that middle seat. And Mr. Boisterous makes some passive aggressive comment to him. And the lady says, just go sit in the other seat. Right? Doesn't say, hey, can I swap seats with you because this is my friend and we'd like to get sit together. He, she just says, well, just sit in the other seat. And so Mr. Uh, tough Guy sits down next to me and he turns and he says, I hate bullies. I really hate bullies. This guy's really bugging me. Why is he such a bully? Why does he have to be on this plane? And I'm thinking, why is this happening on my flight? Please, not on my flight. <laughs> so meanwhile... The two of them start bantering back and forth across the aisle. The new guy and the black guy. Yes. And the new guy tells me. Across the laps of the two women. Yes. And a new dude who sat on the end in the aisle seat. The, the, The guy who sat beside me turns out he's an army ranger. And he's just on his way home from Syria. And so are his three pals. So a normal guy's testosterone is like here. I'm showing Barbara with my hands. This guy's testosterone level was through the roof. He had just come back from fighting in Syria and him and his buddies were all amped up. And this guy was pushing his buttons on the other side of the aisle. And all I'm thinking is I want to go home. Just please don't pull this guy out. He says, oh, I got to catch him in baggage claim. I hate bullies. I hate this guy. And I'm thinking, well, you're kind of being a bully over here. But I didn't say anything. I just said, I'll let it go. He's all the way on the other side of the plane. You don't need to worry about him. Meanwhile, they close the door to the plane. Doors closed. They start the engines, the equivalent of turning the key, which is more like pushing a button. All the power goes out on the plane. Lights go out. Everything, no power, everything's out. Pilot comes on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, give you about 90 seconds and we'll get this plane fired back up. Uh, it's really not a big deal. No worries. I see the guy across the aisle start to sweat. You know how you can just see somebody's demeanor change? I see him starting to get anxious. And the guy next to me is talking up a blue streak, just chatting away you know, how tough he is and how he jumps out of helicopters and all the sketchy things he did over there. And and I'm just sitting there waiting for something to happen, like for us to take off. Because now I'm not so sure I want to be in the air with either one of these two guys, but I want to go home, right? So the lights come back on. They stay on for about five minutes. You hear him fire up the engines again. Boom. All the lights go out again, right? 
No talking from the pilot. They just bring the lights back on, cycles on and off one more time. And big guy on the other side is like, that's it. I'm out of here. There's no way I'm flying on this plane. I am gone. And he announces to the entire area, sorry, guys, I'm going to have to leave you. I know you're going to miss me. But this is what I I just can't do it. Have a nice flight. I hope you guys make it. I'm out of here. So he grabs his stuff and he heads up to the door and I say a little thank you prayer. I'm so happy because this guy is getting off. I've never been so happy to see somebody walk off the plane in my life. So he gets off the plane. Now the army ranger, he calls all his buddies in the back of the plane and he's like, well, the guy left and I'm not so sure I want to fly on the plane. I'm feeling a little nervous about flying on the plane. You think we should get off? And they have this big discussion. Then Mr. Pilot comes back on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know some of you are uncomfortable with the power situation, but let me explain what happens. We have an alternative generator that fires up the engines and we've got a problem with the generator and and we're going to get another one in here. It'll take about 30 minutes. So if you guys just want to wait here for 30 minutes, we'll be on our way. But if you are uncomfortable at all, go ahead and head to the door. But once we close the door again, we're not opening it. Army Ranger, all four guys off the plane. Plus another 20 people off the plane. So now I have an empty seat next to me. I'm thinking, ah, oh, this is great. But now we're like an hour late which is fine, but I can't get my guy who's picking me up. He has no idea. I didn't leave him a flight number. He didn't want it. So he's just going to be sitting in the uh, cell phone a lot, which is fine. But now I've got moved all my stuff up from the seat in front of me and I shove it underneath. And uh, now all of the difficulty is off the plane and we take off. And it's just one of the rougher flights. So I always restrict my water intake or liquids intake, Pepsi in this case, before I get on the plane because I'm a window seat and I don't want to bother people to get up. But about halfway through, I usually like to get a beverage. Well, no beverage service, no nothing. Everything's locked down. Flight attendants in their seats for the whole five hours home. We did finally make it home. But I was certain there was going to be a fight in the aisle of my seat and maybe even in my lap. He kept telling me, don't worry, me and my buddies will take care of you. You'll be fine. And I'm thinking, fine, I just want to go home. Oh, no. This is not fine. No, not (laughs) fine at all. You could hear the collective sigh of relief when the big guy got off the plane. Everybody was like, oh, thank goodness, because we were pretty sure we weren't taking off and he was going to be out of here in handcuffs and we are going to have to wait it out. But anyway, exciting ride home. I got home really late and then got up and went to work the next day. Whew, I was exhausted. It was brutal. Brutal. But I would do it again tomorrow because I had so much fun. It was really an amazing trip. So, hey, should we talk about deodorizing? Yeah, let's talk about deodorizing. I just happened to go on the shampoos group this morning, and boom, there they were talking about deodorizing shampoo. This is perfect. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right on to our first topic. Let me tell you about Best Shot's newest addition to the Ultramax Pro line. Ultramax Hair Hold is a flexible hairspray that can be layered on for a stronger hold. Ultramax Hair Hold Spray is great, but my favorite new product is called the Max, and I won't groom without it. It's a fragrance-free, ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It reduces drying time and handles undercoat and tangles like magic. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor 
or learn more online at bestshotpet.com. Grooming success begins with Best Shot in Your Tub, made from the best stuff on earth. Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment. So what did you discover on the shampoos group? Somebody wanted to know, best <laughs> best deodorizing shampoo for really stinky dogs? They had a dog in front of them that had rolled in something dead and it was awful. Can we do a public service announcement right here? For those of you who are listening, who are curious, even in the slightest, at what the best shampoo is, what the best conditioner is, what the best dryer is, what the best table is, there's a little spot on top of every Facebook group and one on top of your general Facebook that you can do a search in. These are questions that get asked four or five times a day. You can just go right in there and put in best shampoo and do a search and you could get hundreds of people's opinions. And that, so that's it. Okay, public service announcement, carry on. There were a lot of suggestions, including uh, just naming I like the eye groom 50 to one. You can always use white vinegar added to it. It helps with stinky dogs. So white vinegar itself is a good deodorant because it gets rid of bacteria, which are often one of the most uh, biggest sources of odor on dogs, certainly on uh, dead animal smell. That's from the biological decomposition of the flesh which, uh, you know, involves a lot of kind of bacterial action. And so the white vinegar, even added to a shampoo or as a pre-shampoo or post-shampoo rinse is uh, not a bad idea. But there are some very effective deodorizing shampoos for pets that are on the um, market. Of course, one of them is our sponsors, Best Shot, that has the Best Shot One Shot deodorizing shampoo that uses the same technology as Febreze. And that technology is called cyclodextrins, which are kind of a family of ingredients that has a trapezoid-shaped molecule. It looks kind of like an e-collar. But of course, it's not a big, big thing. This is a teeny-weeny microscopic molecule, okay? The, the, the molecule's shape is kind of like an e-collar. And on the inside, it's all lipophilic, lipid-loving, water-hating. And on the outside, it's hydrophilic, water-loving. So what it does, it attracts lipids and oil-loving substances that often have particles of other odor stuff in them. It traps them inside this trapezoid. It's sort of like having flypaper on the inside of an e-collar, right? Like we could just like it traps them and then the water loving outside of the molecule helps to like rinse it away that's why this deodorizing shampoo is even more effective than the febreze air spray which just 
encompasses the odor particles and drops to the floor. And um, this actually allows the odor to be rinsed out of the shampoo. So it is kind of a standalone, high technology product. And it doesn't hurt the natural biome of the animal's skin. So it's not disrupting good bacteria, good fungi, good little microorganisms that we need for a healthy biome on the skin. It's just trapping the odor shit. Trapping the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there may be some substances that it doesn't trap as well as others, but it's really very effective. And um, I know, Susie, you swear by it and you use it as your regular go-to shampoo. It is my primary shampoo for sure. The truth is any shampoo is going to do some deodorizing because it's removing stuff. Just the general detergent action is going to do a lot of cleansing. I mean, we wash our hands. We don't use extra deodorant on our hands. We just wash the stinky stuff off, right? Right. It comes back to the clean doesn't smell thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're just really taking that hard. (laughs) You've got a point. (laughs) (laughs) That's just to say a good tough shampoo is going to do a good job of deodorizing for the most part. It never hurts to have this extra thing. And the cyclodextrins are a real high-class state-of-the-art, science-based way to get rid of odor. Now, um, somebody said, uh, what about adding baking soda to the shampoo before I use it on the dog? Well, baking soda is a deodorant in that it absorbs odors, but it doesn't really get to the source of the odors very well and it doesn't really have technology to wash them off it's going to do something and it's not a bad thing and certainly a bath bomb rinse through a bathing beauty or a recirculating system is one way to kind of prep for the bath shampoo to get more of the odor so you can add baking soda in front of the shampoo, or you can add vinegar in front or after the shampoo. You have a question? I do. I read that acidic shampoos or acids are going to do a better job of killing the odor. Well, I think it's true. Baking soda will neutralize the solution some, but vinegar or an acidic solution is going to actually help get rid of bacteria. It's going to have more action really, than baking soda. I would pick vinegar over... Well, would I pick that? I don't know. I'd pick the apple cider vinegar shampoo. And show season also has deodorize shampoo, named deodorize, because there are other types of deodorants besides the cyclodextrins. For example, antimicrobials like chlorhexidine, Chlorhexidine is usually thought of as a medicated ingredient, but it's also 
an, a deodorizing ingredient for the same reason. It, it kills microbials, but that's why I don't like it anymore because I don't want to be killing the good bacteria that are uh, that are necessary for a healthy skin. I don't want I don't want to take all of that off and have to have the body regenerate a biome or have it be halfway depleted and have and because the thing about an antimicrobial or an antifungal is that it's not going to just target the bad bugs it's going to go after anything it can get its hands on what do you think of as the stinky dog breeds Labradors. Me too. Labs and Rottweilers, they have an odor. And German Shepherds too. German Shepherds, Labradors, they have a more alkaline pH to them. And so they don't have really what you would call an acid mantle of their skin that is a just kind of a natural antimicrobial. They don't have anything to dissuade or discourage the propagation of bacteria in their sebum. And they have a kind of an oily coat, right? Oily coat, that's again something more acidic. I love vinegar rinses to Labradors. I think that water dogs have the natural repellent in their coat that is a little bit more oil that keeps the water from soaking in their coat. And I do think that holds odors. Yeah, because that is basically sebum. Okay. It's just more of it that they secrete oil repels water, right? Right. So there you go. I don't know. Is it sebum or sebum? I think both would be correct. I think it depends on where the chemists are from. What country? You know. Oh, I met this little guy from Pakistan, and he was little. He was probably much taller than I am. He was talking to the agent at the counter about the flight and everything, and then he was looking very perplexed and a little discouraged and, and he came wandering kind of over and I had an empty seat and so I waved him over to the empty seat. I said, sit down and catch your breath. He has family here, but he lived in Pakistan. We talked and talked. We talked for about a half an hour and I was so glad when he went when he left. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I was just pretty much out and I didn't know how to say, well See ya. I didn't know how to dismiss him, but he got up to go look at the flight screen and a black couple came and took the seats. And ha. so then I got to talk to this black lady about her family and her life and her thing. That was fun. I like uh, conversing with strangers and getting a little insight into, you know, what brings them there to the moment. So look, at antimicrobials will do added deodorizing, but they also are a little bit more aggressive than you need to just deodorize. So you might want to think about that. And the other thing I have about using chlorhexidine shampoo for everything is that it helps create superbugs. 
because if you're using it as a deodorizer, you're probably not going to let it sit on there long enough. And in fact, in high volume shops, they never let medicated products sit on there enough. Do you have a, actually have a timer? No, I just look at the clock. Yeah, right. You know what? I've got a timer on my wrist. I love it. I can just ask Siri. I have an Apple Watch and I can just ask Siri, set timer for five minutes and she'll give me a shock on the wrist. Oh, time's up. <laughs> Somebody mentioned the Thornell deodorant product and that's an essential oils product. And I haven't tried it, so I'm not going to say too much except that we are discovering that essential oils carry a risk of developing allergies. So let's just leave it at that. And I won't go into my whole essential oils thing. Another ingredient that's used that's naturally derived is zinc ricinoleate. Zinc ricinoleate is naturally derived from castor bean seeds and it traps and absorbs odors kind of in the way that cyclodextrins do, but not as effectively. Okay. It's not quite as effective. Zinc ricinoleate is a ingredient, a compound that's been used in personal care and pet care for a long, long time. So it's well established as a safe uh, deodorizing agent. It needs to be used in fairly high concentration and extra rinsed in order to remove the captured odor molecules. We might say e even in terms of using the best shot, one shot, one of the reasons you love it so much is that you're using it with a recirculating bathing system that's doing a lot of work to remove the molecules that have captured odor as you wash and it hold it in suspension, right? Right. The cyclodextrin molecule is going to hang on to the odors that that it uh, kind of attracts like a magnet inside the, the little e-collar shaped molecule very well with the recirculating system. You need to re remember that with your deodorants, that you've got to give it uh, your deodorant a chance to actually remove the odor and not just mask it for a day and then the odor comes back. So I highly suggest using uh, the most deodorant shampoos in the concentration that's detailed by the manufacturer, which might be full strength and then extra rinse to remove the captured odor molecules. And using a recirculator helps to maximize the effectiveness and rinse as well without using too much water. So, you know, like the, the person that started the original poster on the shampoos Facebook group, she got the dog, her, her rolled and dead thing dog clean, but it took three shampoos. When you're in a mobile, unless that's your only dog, you don't have the luxury of three shampoos and rinses. You got to get it done, maybe one extra thing, and that's it, you know? Um, and that's why the Best Shot is a great 
choice for mobile groomers to have for an odor thing because it's just an apply and rinse. Okay. Do you want to talk of another cause of odors? Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Take a quick break. Chris Bear Anthony visiting the groom pod again. Okay. So you know I love my Evolution Swivel Shears. And you even know that these customizable shears come in non-swivel as well. But did you know that they're the only ones I've been trusting my sharpening with for around 15 years? And that that's how we met? What? You haven't tried their sharpening yet? If so, send in your next batch of sharpening and you'll get one shear sharpened for free with a $75 order just for telling them where you heard about them. Your shears and blades will thank you. Another spot that seems to collect up bacteria or fungus or whatever is wrinkles in dogs like bulldogs and pugs and Frenchies and the uh, hounds with their wrinkly fall forward faces and all that. How do we deal with that? Basset hounds in their ears. Oh, yes. Well, that's another, yeah, ears. Ooh. That's another thing. Well, you need to be very careful on those areas because you can irritate it. And you've got to be careful that you don't want to get a deodorizing shampoo in the dog's eyes. Just no. Be really careful about that. Yeah, that's a baddie. You don't necessarily want to use it for tear stains. You can use something that's made for tear stains. That's how I feel about it. Or you can use a little bit of conditioner sometimes. Unbeknownst to many people, conditioners, the cationics that are in in today's conditioners, they're antimicrobial. Well, there you go. So when you rub a little conditioner on the boogies, the eye boogies, you're actually helping to remove the bacteria that are part of the odor problems. But there again, you don't want to get any of that. You got to do that carefully and selectively so that you don't get conditioner in the eye because it will bond to that eye like like glue. And you don't want that. It's really hard to get rid of it. So don't get conditioner in the eyes, especially straight concentrated conditioner. But you can use a pea-sized amount to rub on eye boogies and to soften that stuff. I use these um, eyebrow and eyelash cones and brushes to kind of work that stuff out. Sometimes I use a cotton ball with a little ear cleaner on it. And then I go in there, but I'm never sure if that's the right thing to do, but it does clean it out and dry it out. What ear cleaner are you using? Is it like Zymo? No, I've been using uh, Chris Christensen. Okay, I'd have to look up the in- ingredients of that. Right. It's probably not, it's probably not a bad idea. Okay. Um, but there again, uh, a little, maybe apple cider vinegar, a little, little acidity in those areas. So the thing about using an acidic product is that it, it kind of tends to last a little longer because it changes the pH of the skin for, you know, several hours at least. <laughs> I like Zymox ear cleaner and their enzymatic process they have an enzymatic shampoo but it's not intended as a deodorant it's intended as kind of a medicated 
So it might work on some deodorizing, but it's not really targeting that. No, but like you were saying, though, the odor from in there is probably bacteria or yeast that's causing it. So if you can neutralize that somehow a little bit. Speaking of yeast, that's my other class of really stinky dogs are the Shih Tzus and the Lhasas and the Havanese and the Maltese that all have drippy eyes and create this yeast smell in their face. And it is so dangerous to get in there like you were mentioning with a straight up product so I'm using a foamer face wash to get in there and try to get some of that because boy that comes back fast that stinky comes back fast having just recently kind of read up on vinegar I would use a diluted vinegar on those dogs and then kind of rinse it out I would swab it on and rinse it out I mean, the vinegar is really helping my fungi feet. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you can't beat that. Sometimes stinky dogs indicate a vet visit. And that's bad ears, yeasty skin, reoccurring stuff like that. Anal glands. Anal glands. Yesterday, I did a beagle. Now, God made a dirty trick with those freaking beagles. They have like... German shepherd size anal glands and beagles, I swear. This dog was so sour smelling and horrible that when I walked in the house, I could smell anal glands. It must be leaking everywhere. It was so horrible. So I took her out and all I did was lift up her tail. Whoosh. (laughs) It just started coming out everywhere. And in an eight by 10 trailer, It permeates every molecule in that trailer. I was dying with this dog's anal glands. But yeah, ooh, bad. That was bad. Maybe best shot for that one. Yeah, best shot plus vinegar. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, anything else we should know about odor? You know, the other thing that I would have at the tub, cheap toothbrushes. Oh, sure. Ones that you can... Either use and sanitize, again, I'd soak them in vinegar or alcohol, or just use and throw away. Dollar store, toothbrushes. Toothbrushes are a good way to pick up debris that's on the faces and face folds and stuff. Just very gently use them. Have you seen the advertisements for the deodorizing product spray called Poof? No. There's something to think of maybe having on hand for icky faces because you can spray it right on the dog. It's a mineral-based, it's kind of proprietary, so I can't figure out exactly what it is, but it's a mineral-based deodorizer that you can spray right on the pet as well as in the air and... uh, you know, and there's an, there's another one that I think is also mineral-based called Zero, which I've used and I like it. But I think I'm going to get some poof to have on hand for face work. So, by the way, poof is spelled P-O-O-P-H. Poof. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, and then I've got an Ask Barbara question for you. How's that? Okay, so we're not going after all. No, we're not, because I just had a thought. (laughs) Because you just thought of one more thing. Good. 
Sometimes my clients don't like a walking air freshener. When these crazy people request a scent-free option, I go right to show season. Show season true tearless shampoo and hypo conditioner fit the bill. They are totally fragrance-free and yet hold up on their own as good products. True Tearless has been expertly formulated to be gentle to the eyes, skin, and hair while maintaining good cleaning power. Hypo conditioner is a great option as well, and it's one of our favorite conditioners with or without fragrance. So let's get fragrance-free. Use True Tearless and Hypo Conditioner from Show Season today. Go to showseasongrooming.com. Let's see what's happening at the grooming table. So you got a question for me, Susie? I do. This week I did two pom- my two palm skis, which are practically huskies at this point. Oh my gosh, I don't know whose idea was it to breed a long hair husky. We already had them. They're called quichons. Anyway, these dogs <laughs> are so packed with hair, but it's not releasing yet. I don't know if it's just ever going to release or if it's just going to stay packed in there. How would you kind of get at those, like the packed in butt, but not the kind that you can just blow out? I hear you. And that has to do with the combination of textures of the hair, just like some of these super curly coats. That's the same thing. Those hairs have gotten interwoven And there's some porous hairs and some less porous hairs that have just actually gotten stuck together. I would use a full strength, best shot conditioner worked into there and then pressurized through there with the recirculating system, the bathing beauty, and then some extra anti-static in the best shot spray as I try to blow it out. Okay. The Pinello hybrid brush comb, that might be a tool that can work some of that stuff out. I'm wondering if it's a lot of hair damage from them sitting on their butts. They sit right on that area and I'm looking at the hair and it looks damaged. Probably so. Everything we do to hair damages it. So certainly sitting on it or rubbing or like scooting on it, all of that kind of stuff can cause surface damage to the hair cuticle. These kinds of things are problematic. The more they mix breeds, the more you're mixing coat types and coat textures And they don't all play together well, right? Yeah, this one definitely does not. And both dogs have such drastically different hair, even though they were from the same parents, but different litters, completely different hair. It's really weird. But anyway, welcome to the genetics of dog grooming. (laughs) Okay, Barbara, now we're going to go. All right, now we'll, we'll finish this up and head out of here. I miss that you're not in my presence. That was so amazing, and I loved being around you. Fun to be, actually be together and to be able to hold hands and touch and... And giggle and have fun and observe life. 
Boy, we really had a great time together and just listening to you and Curtis Hamby going on and on and on. Uh, that was just like music to my ears. <laughs> it was fun. And we did talk a lot. <laughs> my voice is still not recovered. Anyway, guys, thanks for being here. Remember to support us on our website, thegroompod.com, and especially support our sponsors. Oh, yeah. The more they know that you guys are hearing it here, the more likely they are to continue sponsoring with us. So yay for that. Please consider being a Patreon contributor. So what I would like to know from you guys about Patreon is if we did a video show, because now Barbara has this really cool fancy filter that makes her just look stunning in her pajamas. No one would ever know you were in your pajamas, Barbara. We could put up an unedited video show on for Patreon only at like the $10 level. Would anybody be interested in that or is am I just dreaming? Let me know on the Facebook page. I'll make sure to put a question up there when this launches so that you guys have a place to respond. Just curious what we could do to make Patreon more valuable for you guys so that we can get some more Patreon support. Anyway, happy grooming everyone. See you next week on the Groom Pod. Bye-bye now. And please take care of yourselves because we love you.